Coming to you. Your favorite postseason hero podcast. It is the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your hosts at Drunk Shy Sox Fan on Twitter. That's Steve-O. And Hot Take Tommy. On this episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, guys, we made it. We made it. This is the postseason. You are waking up in a beautiful day. The sun is shining, probably not. And you are about to watch postseason baseball. Let's go. The White Sox are in it. And nothing else matters. Nothing else matters, Steve. So let's talk this Houston series. All of this is brought to you by us. So make sure you rate, subscribe, review. Yeah, bitch. One star, five stars, four stars, whatever you want. (laughs) We're your favorite 4.1 star podcast on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. So go and give us a nice review. Even if you don't regularly listen to us, we would greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we could use some more four star ratings to really s- solidify us as four stars. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we also appreciate the five star ratings. So thank you. <laughs> Hit the polls. It makes up for the people who vote one star <laughs> because they All do right. exist. And hey. sometimes they show show themselves as anonymous people in the comment section. <laughs> we said that nothing else matters. It's White Sox postseason baseball, baby. Nothing else matters. Well, even according- though Steve is on the Bulls bandwagon for the first time, hey, baby. And- <laughs> it's it's about to be Bulls season. You they already were know. So good in that po- in that preseason game, but nothing else matters, Steve. Exactly. We can save the Bulls banter for the winter because we all know we're going to need it. Um, (laughs) let's start by saying this. You say all that matters is that the White Sox series is starting, but I have to say this. How about the former Chicago Cubs in the AL wildcard game last night? They were showing out. I mean, there's been so many pundits that are like, look at all these former Chicago Cubs. Like you've got literally dotted across a ton of different teams You've got Cubs everywhere, basically. And, you know, they were... you know, for the fans, for the fans of the organization, I feel a little bit bad for them because obviously there was potential Yo. left in that team. Yo, exactly. But Yo, to, but, to <laughs> Tom, but to Tom Ricketts, two middle fingers go up to you, buddy. You've earned <laughs> this one. You traded your championship baseball team for a bunch of hotels down freaking Addison and Sheffield. So congratulations. Cheers to you, buddy. You screwed that one up. Hotel Zachary is kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. Barf all of it. I miss, (laughs) I miss the griminess that was Wrigleyville. You need it. You do need to bring back that Taco Bell on the corner. And the McDonald's that I used to uh, Mm -hmm. make my road sodies in. The the McDonald's is now like, some it it basically feels like it's one of the downtown mcdonald's locations so they they like turn it into like an outlet mall i don't know it was it's it's tough man it's tough yeah i miss those graffiti build graffiti filled bathroom walls and the smell of piss everywhere um (laughs) nothing else matters steve it's all about white socks and speaking of oh good Uh, god this is I mean, talk about the Cardinals barely making it into the playoffs. Guys, they have Jose Rondon on their team. And I know this circulated around the White Sox Twitter, but just let that sink in for a second. 
bro is out here. Jose Rondon on a, on a playoff roster. What the hell is going on out here? So yeah, you have your famous, you have your famous Cubs out there, but how many, how many Jose Rondones are there in the world? There's only one, my friend. And- still can't, still can't believe they're hanging in right now. The Cardinals are, it's a one, one <laughs> ball game. Top of the eighth as of 10, 26 PM. Um, Wait, did the Dodgers go up then? Cause it's been one, one all night. No, I said one, one. Oh, I thought you said one run. My bad. Um, <laughs> that being said, we're a White Sox baseball podcast. And all that matters right now is that the White Sox are in the freaking playoffs. Okay. Nothing playoffs else matters. Are, playoffs are starting up. People are going to wake up. They're going to turn on this podcast and they're going to be like, Hey, Let's get that daily dose of the Suns right before the playoffs are starting up. <laughs> They're going to turn on this podcast and be like, did Tommy just compliment Hotel Zachary? Let me turn this shit off. And then- <laughs> exactly. Now, nothing else matters. White Sox are in the playoffs. Right. Nothing else so matters. Thoughts on being here, Tom. Let's do a little bit of a temperature check. Where are you at? Ooh, Steve, I am. It, it For me, it's the calm before the storm. I'm, I'm like. I know how stressed I'm going to be. Like, even if we're winning the first two games, I know how stressed I'm going to be just watching. And, and I know I'm going to enjoy it. I eat like good baseball. Be damned. If we're blowing them out, I'll enjoy it. If we're getting blown up, blown out, I will not enjoy it, but I, I know I'm going to enjoy postseason baseball as a whole. I just like also, the stress level is going to kick in. I, I can just feel it coming, man. And whew, I pray, pray the Lord that Lance Lynn just cures all my ails. But um, geez, I was saying it's the calm before the storm. I'm stressing myself out thinking about the socks in the playoffs right now. Cause I just, I need them to win Steve. I need, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you, you don't sound calm. <laughs> I need them to win. I think it's, yeah, I, it was the calm before the storm. Actually, this, this podcast kicks off the stress for me. I think is, fuck, I, man. I, I know why you're stressed, Tom, because the little 10 year old that's still inside of you <laughs> that was wearing a Houston Astros Jersey during the 2005 world series is kind of freaking out on the inside. Aren't you? No, no. I am going to hit up. Uh, I've got. I think I showed you the uh, the newspaper clipping that I have from. Oh uh, yes. Oh I'm yes. You mentioned it. The Seven um, Eleven and grab myself a Chicago Sun Times with the front page uh, for, you know, I'll put it in a frame and say like, look, it's all full circle. We're playing the Astros and the. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna make your sentimental post. Yeah, I'm gonna make my sentimental thing. Yeah. No, gotcha. I'm gonna frame it. Shit, I'm not. It's not about sh- the post, man. Uh, it's not all okay. about social media. Nah, man. You got to get back on Twitter. You already heard the one awake <laughs> guys told you your presence on Twitter, man. You got to be Yo, posting when hold you're. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was on Twitter the other day. I was, I was, uh, I don't know, doing stuff, commenting, replying. What wow. you know? What I did instead of being on Twitter this last weekend, Steve, I had my in-laws over. And I had a whale of a time. Okay. So you had a whale, you had so much of a whale of a time that you came all the way out here last week to podcast on a Thursday. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Um, but I'm passionate. I can't believe that. Actually, I can't believe that the White Sox are in the playoffs, but like, you know, that feeling where you're like, I can't believe this is actually happening because it's actually happening. Yeah. Cause we've waited 
half of our lifetime to see the White Sox win another division. We've yep. waited half of our current lifetime to watch mm-hmm. the White Sox win another division. It's yeah, been it show, shows our age, but also shows the length of time that this has been like, this has been enough for a couple like grown ass guys like ourselves to say half of our damn lives. We we've waited the painful baseball that I've had to watch between the ages of 14 and 25 are absolutely absurd. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not been great, Bob. And, and yet, Dude, none of it matters. Nothing else matters. The White Nothing Sox in the past the matters at all. Playoffs. I mean, what I'm focused on right now is that I finally get to catch my first playoff game in person as well. You're since since 2008. I got to catch one in 2008. Caught game three. Caught the one win at home, and I'm hopefully gonna catch a couple more at home. Maybe we maybe we just need one. But I'm telling you, man. I um. Oof! If we make it to Game Four and uh, we end up in the stands cheering them on, uh, Steve, I've had a recurring daydream of us just witnessing the first AL Division Series wins since '05. And oh man, dude, we could be there in person. This could happen, man. How many of you guys out there are thinking that right now? Like you could be there for a White Sox winner in the ALDS. That is that's cool that should send chills down your spine baby oh my god yeah yeah and and think of it this way think of it this way Mm -hmm. the white Sox. i have they ever clinched at home like a uh, like a series have they ever clinched a series at home i don't i don't know no They they won the ds they won the ds in boston they won the cs in uh anaheim they won the World Series in Houston and all of that in 05. All of those other previous years, the, the it might be it might be the biggest win in franchise history that you might be witnessing if yeah, that happens. At, right? at the ballpark, yes. Um, so I could finally possibly, you know, if all goes well, I could possibly say, well, it can't all go well because we need to lose at least one game. But for, for us to get to the stadium, but well, both it, of us together. Yes. 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 We're, You're going to be there for four. We're yes. locked for game four together. Yes. So for, I guess the, the stars have to align in a little bit for me to be there, but you know what? Um, again, I just like, I really thought I was calm about this, Steve. And I'm just, I, I'm getting, I'm getting hyped. I'm getting ready. I really, really hope that everybody out there is in the same boat as us. It's just like, yo, Lance Lynn is about to just shove. Well, I love that you bring up Lance Lynn. Mm-hmm. The game one starter for the White Sox. I got the jersey hanging on on the back of my door tomorrow, and it's exactly what I'm throwing on right after Hell work. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but this game one pitching matchup, Lance Lynn. Versus another Lance, Lance McCullers, Jr. Um, I know you're you're excited for this matchup, right? I I just I literally thought to myself like he Lance, not McCullers, get out of here, has some serious shit to prove after the corn game because he gave up a decent amount 
in the last nationally televised broadcast he was in. So he's going to come out even more hyped up than usual. I, I cannot wait, dude. I cannot wait. Just, just fastballs with movement, just right down their in throats. I, I, I can't wait, man. And, uh, Lance McCullers Jr. Mm, breakfast. Let's go. I just I don't think he's that. I think he's gone. Mm, no, he doesn't. No. Yeah, that's your game one. Mm, no. Yum yum. The guy with a hundred strikeouts this year and the second highest uh, ground ball rate um, in the league this year, and a guy with that ground ball rate and a three sixteen ERA. Dude, look. I dude. Look. I here's the deal. I know we live and die by the, by, by the long ball, but don't forget how we were in the first half of the season. We, they better depend on the long ball tomorrow is all I'm going to say. Like they better on Thursday, Thursday, they better depend on the long ball against McCullers Jr. They got to get to him early and often. That's what it's going to come down to. I'm, I'm a little concerned about the pitching matchup. Number one, because Lance McCullers Jr. is really, really good. Lance Lynn right now. He's had his good starts too. He, I mean, the last start I, last couple of starts I saw him in person, he pitched really well. He was just getting his work in, man. I know, yeah, the the nationally televised thing that you brought up. I, I think you can just bat an eye at that. I'm not worried about that. Corn game was weird. I swear to God, the ball was juiced. Um, hmm. Here's the thing. Too. What's up? Ballpark was small. Oh, yeah. It was fairly uh, it's a normal size ballpark. That How being much, said, but the wind, bro, but the, there's no, yeah, I think the wind was that blowing. shit. Yeah, that is true. No structures to block wind. That's for sure. So the ballpark plays. Now small. the statistic that popped up, uh, someone dropped this into my DMS and I was very interested by it is the home plate umpire for game one in Houston mm-hmm. is supposed to be a guy by the name. I don't know this dude at all, but Adam Hamari or Hamari. I think it's Hamari. Um, the pitcher statistics with Adam Hamari behind the plate for Lynn and McCullers are very interesting. I'm going to go down the line real quick. I'm going to start with McCullers. He's two and oh, two ERA four games started. Uh, 24 innings pitched. This guy is 31 strikeouts in those, in those innings and a whip below one at 0.93. Okay. Pretty, pretty freaking good elite. I should say hmm. Lynn five starts. He's one and four, seven ninety four ERA. He's given up 37 hits over those 28 innings, 27 runs, 25 of them being earned. And 15 walks. His whip, 1.84. Is that concerning at all to you, Tom? No. I've been, you brought this stat up to me two other times before this. And I had the same response both of those times. And I'm going to have the same response now, Steve. That is a small ass sample size. You know, you got what, five games for Lance Lynn over his. How long of a career? You know what I mean? Like, Steve, you're cherry picking. Or whoever the hell made this up, made this, found this stat. You're cherry picking. 
They all made right? up the stats, right? <laughs> they made up the stats, man. It's all part of their their end goal, which is to throw shade on my guy's name. First I'm not off, about I love it. Lance Lynn. Don't get me wrong there. I love him. This I got is, the jersey. I'm wearing it tomorrow at some point when I get out of work. Steve, Thank this God. Is hopefully some, that's by four o'clock. Uh, yeah, you um, better. This is some booty butt cheeks kind of like stats that you pulled. I'm telling you for real. Like you don't think this, this that shit's not going to matter. The ump should never matter. And I and I grant you that sometimes they do, but only on the margins. What probably happened in those games are that you know, they could have happened years apart. First of all, I don't, we don't have the full Ooh, analysis. So on that, that is, I got a stat on that too. Four of those starts apparently were from 2020. 2020, like 2020, 2020. when he had one of his best seasons of yet. Yeah, no, Steve, that's interesting, right? One of his, like, you're counting, like, his only blow-up starts. It has nothing to do with, maybe he hates the, maybe he hates the guy. Maybe he does. Doesn't matter. It's the playoffs. It doesn't, nothing matters. The White Sox are in the playoffs. Okay, look, like, that is such, no, Steve, no. I, that, th- no. I, I literally <laughs> refuse to it's accept a small the validity of that. I will agree with you that is a small sample size. It and might you're drawing not be a something badass like that. conclusion from it. I'm not drawing any conclusions. I'm just saying it's something to look at. It's nothing okay. to look at. It's literally get your your bets are so I want controversial. Biggie. Both I want, of the bets that we made on this podcast with one another. I'm I not won, making by any bets. Mm-hmm. Did I say this any bets? Sh- this is did I go out there and did I go at. out there? Did I go out there and say Lance Lynn's going to get shelled? No, but you, but no. you are basically, Absolutely you are not. leading us up to the, you are, you know what you did, Steve, you did this on purpose. You are bringing me up to the edge so that I can go off here and I don't I, like it. I don't appreciate it. I'm bringing you here to bring you back to my main point. If the White Sox win, win game one, score early, score often. I'm going to be betting the over tomorrow. I, I feel that. I feel that. I think we're going to shell McCullers. I really do. I think we're going to come out and these bats are going to be lively. I really think that. And, you know, I, 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 I believe in a very strong a, a appearance from Lance Lynn as well. So take it to the damn bank. So also, if you're listening to this Thursday morning before the game starts, put in your bets for the over. You heard it here first. Okay, I never, see. I never give betting advice on this podcast, but you heard it here first. See, Steve, you know, I told you about your damn bets and how now you're going to have people running scared. They're going to be hitting the under because you said to go over. So <laughs> go right ahead. There's already people who do it. Shout out to K Fids on the pinwheels and Ivy podcast. He always, un- he does the opposite of what I bet. Sometimes it helps him. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take a quick drink break because that's what we do here at the Sons of Hanukkah. And we're going to be right back to talk to you about the rest of the matchups throughout the rest of the series against I mean, I put two beers into this stein. 
<laughs> so I don't need a drink break. So let's hop right back. You doing okay on the beverages? I am. I am just fine over here. Right. I I will say that um, I haven't gotten a free giveaway without picking it up off the the platform of the L. I and- love that. <laughs> yeah. Tell. Do you, oh, you already mentioned that last episode, right? With the Jose Abreu broken mm-hmm. bobblehead. Yeah. So, but you're out here rubbing it in my face that you've got that Stein. So, and first and foremost, I will say the Stein is great. I'm a big fan of it. Um, we would have two in our possession in this apartment. However, oh, I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting flipped off across the room already. Uh, <laughs> drunk Kayla had a moment in the bathroom and dropped it from like only like six inches high but that was that was enough that that was enough for a ceramic mug that'll do it um but let me just say these two cans tom fit perfectly in the stein um so even though it's decorated like an irish style stein which i'm not as big of a fan of um last year's or pardon me 2019's is definitely the stein uh but this new one is still gonna it's gonna do the trick so Maybe bring a little bit of look at the Irish. Yeah, that's that uh, halfway to St. Patrick's Day, right? Yep, you already know. Thank God they didn't pull out any green jerseys. <laughs> Even the green pinstripe days, not not a not vibe. a fan. I thought the green pinstripes were nice. Green pinstripes were okay, but if they ever wore an all green jersey, I I might I might buy one just to take a dump on it. Well. We're going to do blackouts for, for the home White Sox playoff games. So Blackouts, baby. So pumped. Make you sure don't you get your black jerseys out, everybody. So black jerseys, black hoodies, black hats, everything. Bring it all out. Yes. No other colors allowed. Um, I genuinely think that we have on our hands the best series of the damn playoffs right away. Like I 100% agree with you. Like this, this position by position breakdown that we're about to kind of run through is so juicy. I mean, like, are you, are you ready for a really hot take? Go. Some people, some people aren't ready for this. Sox fans are ready for this, but I don't know about the rest of the world. If the non Sox fans will listen to this, the AL runs through this series. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. Winner of this series goes to the world series. <clears throat> Absolutely. And a lot of folks are saying that the, that the rays are built to last dura last, but th- I'm nah, I'm not scared. I'm just, I, I'm not that pitching that is starting good. pitching. The, the pitching, pitching is good. The firepower does not scare me at all. I, I honestly like, I, I think that they're going to run into the same issues that they ran into in the uh, World Series where they they pull guys too early um, and, and their starting pitching isn't even it, it's even thinner than it was. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I, they're no. going to play their matchups and they're going to lose. So they don't they don't have size Snell to help them out. So <laughs> exactly this so, year, not so much. One no. of the worst pitchers in baseball. So I mean, shit. they might they might have been right about taking him out early all the time shoot he looked <laughs> not good. in that game not in that game no not in that game but in general uh no i'm a big fan of Cy, uh Cy snell but that he's not got his best year it doesn't matter the white Sox are in the playoffs nothing else matters That's right we're I talking agree. white Sox baseball 
I agree that the that you know whoever comes out of this White Sox are gonna are gonna take it to the rest of the league. I, I really oh, do. I love that. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a dog fight all, all to the end. Go White Sox. Um mm-hmm. now we let's talk about these positional matchups that you want to talk about. Okay? Yes, I love this. There's been a lot of articles that have come out about it. Um, but I think what's most important is our opinions. So we're going to tell you guys, of course, <laughs> what, what we think position by position. And hopefully by the time we get done with it, you're watching, but it remember in front of your eyes, we're just a couple self-righteous dudes. So yes. make sure that mm-hmm. you, you know, stay tuned. Yeah. Because we're just, you know, we know so much and, and everybody yeah. else can go F off. Yeah, exactly. That's that's really always been who we are. So, um, <laughs> I love that. We are going to start with position numero uno, um, starting pitching. We start. What what does Chris Tannehill always say? We start with the man on the mound, where okay. everything, whatever he says. Yeah, no, I butchered it. It's fine. He doesn't care. Maybe um, you can get a Tanny clip to go over that. Yeah, I'll pull it. It'll be good. Um, uh, and we have, you know, we just talked about um, McCullers and Lance Lynn, but what about the rest of the starters here? You've got, you know, down the line for the Sox, you've got Giolito, you've got Carlos Rodon, who's going to be going third. Let's go, baby. No, you got, you probably got Dylan Cease. Um, and then you got question marks for game four and game five. You know, do you want to do the piggyback game of Carlos Rodon? Do you want to throw in Aldo Lopez? Mm. I think this question was answered in the. No. No, 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 no. Especially in a starting role. Um, also, they're going to a four man. Uh, game five is not a question. It goes back to either Giolito or Lynn. If it comes down to it, whoever okay. pitched better. I like that. Exactly. Um, game three could be a Rodon Kopech situation, but we'll see. We'll see what the decision is. Mm-hmm. And, and then obviously cease. I, with cease's statistics this year, and That's to be honest missed. with you, he did not have a bad outing against Houston this year at home. If it's either game three or four at home, which it would be. Mm-hmm. where he's pitching. I don't mind seeing him on the mound in game three. No, he he's definitely, he's going to find his way to the mound because of the way that he's been pitching this right. se- this season. I think he's out there game three, no matter what, you know, even if we're, even if we're down to zero, I, I would trust the ball in, in Dylan Cease's hands. And didn't I say that? I think he's going to be our sneaky hero. Like, well, I, I think he's going to be, be out here showing out in the playoffs. I don't know that's if that's as hot as John Morosi. I don't know if you saw the MLB article with um, everybody's playoff predictions. No. John Morosi has the White Sox winning the World Series nice. and the World Series MVP being Dylan Cease. What the fuck? I know, right? <laughs> I really, I want to know what he was on when he wrote that article because that's mean, incredible. I mean, I, I, he's going to be a factor. He's going to be a factor. I, 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 I can definitely say that but ta is going to be world series mvp if if we get to that point let's can we focus on the matchups that yes, we have so here the matchup here yeah focusing on the ones right so on the other side for houston you said mccullers was going game one 
Right now we're looking at the probable pitchers, and it's going to be Framber Valdez at two. My guess would be Urquidy goes three. And four is most likely going to be Luis Garcia. Um, he had yeah. a really solid regular season. Uh, 330 ERA, struck out 167 dudes. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's solid. And he's a 24-year-old guy um, who sniffed Sounds like he's ready to give up the long ball. And sniffed up the sniff. The, you're funny. Sniffed the, the postseason a little bit, too, with a couple innings pitched last year. Um, I think that's going to be your one, two, three, four for Houston. Pitching, starting pitching in particular, especially if we can get an, an effective Rodon to Kopech going. Yeah. I, I still think pitching, that's what it's going to come down to for me. Pitching's a wash. Starting pitching in particular. Bullpen, yeah. um, we, we'll get there. But yeah, we can talk about that in a minute. So wash there for me. Advantage White Sox. Obviously. Of course. <laughs> of course. Because I'm a White Sox fan. Steve, I don't know about him. Um, of course. <laughs> First base, Tom. First base. What? What about the catcher? Oh, I forgot. That's right. I, well, I, I mean, my bad. fuck, dude. I, we don't have to spend time on it because no gas money. And fucking um, on the Martin other side. Maldonado and Jason <laughs> Castro are an awful platoon. Like, ah. you thought... You thought the White Sox missed Jason or Jason McCann, James McCann. Wrong, wrong. Houston would love to have James McCann. That's how bad their catcher situation is. Okay, <laughs> leave it there. <laughs> I mean, Martin Maldonado apparently is a defensive wizard, but also if you booty, you booty. Yeah, and he booty. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> all right, first base. Well, we First, have the reigning AL MVP, so we uh, we obviously have the advantage. You also are going up against a guy that batted 319 this year with a 383 on base percentage and an OPS plus of 131. Mm-hmm. He no, doesn't I, add, Yuli does not add as much pop as Jose does to your lineup no. for sure. But to say that Yuli Guriel is not as good as Jose Abreu, I think you're just lying to yourself. Uh, you, uh, you might tie him, but you ain't going to beat him. You might tie him, but you ain't going to beat him. Yeah. Also, Yuli Gurriel, take a guess at how old he is. Uh, well, he's racist. The 2017, he did the thing with the, with his eyes for, well, oh yeah. yeah. Bad look. We, I think we Bad talked look. about it on the podcast. The, yeah. Yeah. In 2017 world series, he hit a bomb off of, uh, you Darvish sat down in the dugout and, uh, pulled his eyelids back as if to say, he "Oh, did. look, he's Asian. Oh, I hit a bomb off of an Asian." Fuck him. Yeah, yeah. How so, old is he? Fuck him. Um. Anyway, I I'd assume he is. Hmm. You'd be surprised. Twenty-eight. Thirty-seven years old. He's old. What in the hell? Yep. Yuli Gurriel is thirty-seven years old. Crazy, right? Whoa. So, but Cuban, Cuban first baseman going at it with each other. So yes. it's a very interesting series if they both, you know, end up at first base at the same time. And yeah. They're going to, ch- they're going to chop it up. I'm sure. Oh, for um, sure. For sure. Let's move yeah. on to second base. Well, advantage white Sox there, obviously. Yeah. You're funny. Wow. You're serious. I thought you were joking earlier. You think that 
Yuli Gurriel is better than Jose Abreu. Oh, I thought you were talking about second base already. Oh yeah. I said, no, let's move we'll on to there. second base. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I we didn't we didn't definitively say uh, first base. I, we called it a wash. I'm calling. Ain't it a wash. nobody called it a wash. You high for that? God damn, Steve. Yuli Gurriel is really good, and he does does what the Astros lineup needs him to do. I'm calling it a wash because Jose Abreu. You ain't going to be the him. deal. Here's the deal. I need to know what Jose Abreu is going to show up. If it's the Jose Abreu oh, we saw shit. last October, yeah. then and he has the flu right now. Yuck. And yeah, he's game time decision for game one. Fuck man. Completely forgot. So hey, uh, big, I want to say big, right big, now at Van Jastros, but big game for Gavin sheets to show out. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a call to wash right now. Let's move on to second base. Cesar Hernandez, <clears throat> greatest of all time, um, against <laughs> Jose Altuve. I don't, I never heard of this guy. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to, I had to. You know, you come on, you knew this podcast wouldn't go without making an Astros cheating joke. Um, oh yeah, no, I'm still going to give the advantage to Altuve. Well, I mean, he doesn't I, like not. taking his shirt off, Steve. So bear that in mind with Jose Altuve. Um, and I haven't. That was his. That was his whole thing. He's like, "Oh, I, I can't take my shirt off because my wife gets." No, he's. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. Yeah, Hel- lol. You're you're, you're you're talking about a, a a baseball reference war guy that's almost a four and a half for the year versus uh, Cesar Hernandez, who I I don't even want to look it up. Probably really good, Steve. Probably really good. He had a good first half. You, that's gonna play into his point four, point four war, point good, four, point pretty good, pretty good, four pretty, war, pretty pretty good. You know, I um, I still think you know, as in all things, the playoffs is a new chapter. You're high you if you're even trying you to argue this. Have a new opportunity for Cesar Hernandez Shut to up and please throw out the, the last position. couple months advantage Astros at second base. Shortstop yeah, um, Tim Anderson. Yeah. He, versus Carlos Correa. Yeah. The greatest of all time versus Carlos Correa. So I have a hard time on this one because Carlos Correa is a big fat cheater, but is really good. He's really good. Uh, yeah. He's sorry. He's like, he's really good. I'll tell you where the advantage goes. No, come on, Steve. It goes to the, it, it goes to the guy who's a 7.2 war player this year, according Dude, to baseball reference. Fucking Lord, he is really good. Yeah. And, and the guy who's getting on yeah. base at a 366 clip, he's slogging 485. He's OPS got a yes above 130. Yeah. He's got a ton to prove in his walk year. A ton to prove in his walk year because people discount 2017 for obvious reasons. You know, um, I have to agree. However, you're wrong. Postseason, postseason Timmy. Postseason Tim Anderson. Do you do you not remember that he set a record for most I, hits? I hate sample sizes, small sample sizes, Tommy says, but I love the 14 at bats that Tim Anderson got in the wild card series against <laughs> against Oakland. <laughs> In a ballpark that's just absolutely massive and so easy to get hits in. <laughs> Your logic is impeccable. I'll give you that. You know what, Steve? It's again with the postseason, there's a magic to in it its own. D- don't forget though, like add in the corn game to that to that sample size. Cause that you're talking nationally televised, you know, stuff. And Tim shows out. He just shows out. 
I I, lo- I love Tim. You're not going to convince me that this is an, not an advantage Astros. It is not for you to be convinced, Steve. I've convinced myself and advantage White Sox because Tim Anderson's about to go off, baby. Um, you're going to look real silly when he gets nine hits again and we sweep him. Sweep him. Um, third base. Turd base. You got Alex Bregman. Talk about a turd. Yon, <laughs> Yon Mankata. So I think, okay, this is funny because, you know, the, the pundit who wrote the article that I'm looking at right now, Matt Kelly, whoever the fuck you are, um, he gave the advantage to, and I'm burying the lead here, he gave the advantage to the Astros. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't disagree more. Like, <laughs> That's no. funny. I know that Bregman obviously only played 91 games this year, something like that. I think I just saw it. Yeah. 400 plate appearances uh, compared to Yoans, who, you know, had closer to, yeah, 600. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The war difference is still four compared to 2.1 on baseball reference. Okay. Yeah. And this is with a Yoan Mankata that if you've watched him over the past well oh he's by hot. by the past week he's been off the past oh, two he's been two three days he's been but hot the last couple of weeks of the season has gotten to yon mancada type levels that we need out of him the the type of yon mancada that i've been begging for in this podcast yes yeah and he is showing out <laughs> advantage white Sox. it's not even close bregman's just not despite still being decent this year he's been out for a chunk of time yeah, i don't he, think he's, he's ready not, for playoff baseball he's not yeah he's not full torque and oh boy is yon mancata full torque yeah that's advantage socks um left field now this one's kind of fun you got aloy jimenez um big baby and you got michael brantley yeah i mean it all depends on who they throw in left versus who they throw at dh right yeah that, i mean you're right you're right you're right. Um, and by the way, thank you for the uh, beers for, you know, Illinois Jimenez playing more than 11 games in left field. Yeah, I really thought they would shy away from that with him. Yeah, they, um, yeah, but, they, okay. they didn't. So. Yep. I'm glad they didn't, to be honest with you, because he's way too young to just be DHing. I want you to say that back to yourself that because you, yeah, no, you're, I hate you. I hate you so much for being such a who you are. Um, so Michael Brantley or Eloy Jimenez, Steve, who do you got on that? I, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Mm, is it? Um, <laughs> Eloy has actually become a serviceable left fielder. Uh, I yeah. don't know yeah. whether it was the injuries that finally like set him into a mind frame being like, yeah, I need to stop being head ass and I can actually play balls decently. Yeah. Um, Michael Brantley's just getting older and older. Um, I mean, he's not a bad player by any means. I mean, he's still they, got, they hit they hit so much contact. They have so much contact. Top you have to, to remember bottom. this is the best offensive team in baseball. They just hit the ball. They just all of them hit the ball a lot. When you when you look at all the numbers, I mean, you're looking at a team that was baseball's top offense i mean both in runs scored and weighted runs created in 2021 um yeah first in batting average as well and michael brantley helps that cause <sighs> it, it, it's really tough to choose between brantley 
and Awoy if if you're just doing those two. Right now, I'm going to give the advantage White Sox with Aloy if Brantley is the guy you're putting in left field. Okay. Uh, okay. So you're going off of defense. You think Aloy, because Aloy is better at defense than Michael Brantley? That's wow. That's a real weird. Taste. Uh, wait, did I not talk about Aloy's offense enough? I mean, we all know what Aloy can do offensively. I know, but you said that I'm if not. you put Brantley in left. If you're putting Brantley in left, as in instead of like if you're comparing value of Aloy versus value of Brantley. Yes, straight of, up. Okay, then give me a what? Nice. Because he's improved a ton, and uh, he's a complete hitter. And another guy that started off slow is looking really strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he is he's real good. Um, and I think something we forgot to mention in the third base uh segment is how good Yohan's been in the hot corner. Don't forget. Oh Don't yeah, forget. absolutely. I mean, so, to put it into perspective for you, too, if you want to talk about defense, if I'm not Sox mistaken, not the best defense. I'm, team well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fact check myself on this right now. Um, I think Eloy has a better uh, defensive war this year than Michael Brantley does in Lafayette. I mean, when you're old, you're bad, right? I think that's something we've all learned in life. Is, you get um, slower. You get slower. You know, yeah, just, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, He's still only 34, but go ahead, Tom. Give us your no, analysis. I'm just, gonna, <laughs> I'm just being an asshole about age. <laughs> you know, we you hate boomers. You we ageist. Hate boomers. We hate boomers. Um, That's right. We're big boomer haters here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so bad. Um, no, we don't hate boomers. Um, but I just uh, generally, I, I think you got to go Aloy. And I'm a homer. So I'm going to say that, but I mean, Michael Brantley's out here batting, you know, over 300, just like everybody in their damn lineup is. And, um, I just, it's, it's super annoying. Like that, that is, is a thing that we're going to have to deal with is just, there, there's going to be a lot of directing traffic in this, in this series. And I think that that's going to be something that we're just going to have to get used to. You know, we, we've been used to clear base paths. We, we led the AL in, in K rate or in K's in general K's throughout the season. Um, but yeah, we're going to be directing traffic against these Astros. They're going to get on base and that's going to be annoying advantage. White Sox in left field. Let's fucking go center field. Depends on who they put out there. They've got wait, Jake what? My, they got Jake Myers. They've got, uh, who's the other McCormick. I, I, if they want to throw Siri out there, Steve, the guy that we were talking about beforehand, none what? of that matters. The, the all world player in this you mean, series. Hold on. Pardon me. You've said it wrong. You mean the 2022 AL MVP. Exactly. Is in center field for the white Sox. advantage, so, white Sox. advantage, white Sox. Like uh, there's been so many people who are, who are saying this is going to be Luis Roberts coming out party. And I hope to God it is because he's been playing, he's been playing real well too. And yeah, the world, the world needs to know. I mean, shoot. Did you see the photo of him uh, getting on the plane? Damn. He looks good. He looks ready. Like he's, he's about to go out and clobber some shit. Like he's, he's ready to go. And, and he is absolutely, I don't, I literally 
I do not care who plays center field. Luis Roberts, the better player. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah, I don't know where they're going to put Siri because I don't know if they've played him in center at all. He might be off the bench. Kind of no, like they've, our... played him, they've played him in center and they're going to have to because they've got in right field. And I'll start with the Astros side of things first. Kyle Tucker, who's been really good. Yeah, this really, is the... really good. And this is, I yeah. mean, whoever the White Sox decide to throw in in right field for the day. Yeah, I'm going to give the advantage to Houston there. No, I, that's that's the the second position I'm willing to acquiesce on um, in this department. I mean, you're going through uh, if you combine all of the players that we could put in right field into one player, that would be amazing. But you like can't combine to the value of Kyle Tucker. Yeah, <laughs> you put like Brian Goodwin's like potential for pop. You put Leary Garcia's. I don't know, stick to itness. You put Andrew Vaughn's speed contact. Yeah, you put Leary Garcia's speed. You put Adam Engel's glove, and you put Gavin Sheets' left-handed stroke. And yes, I said stroke. Yeah, that would be a great player, but unfortunately, that's just one tool from each of them. Unfortunately, guess who that is? Kyle Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> that's really who Kyle Tucker is. I mean, he's is... very good at what he does defensively, like offensively, like has pop, is fast. Yeah. Let's move on to DH. Advantage Astros there, but that's it. Like that, we're not giving Jordan, up them anymore. Jordan yeah, Rakes. Jordan Rakes. And that's why I gave Oof. advantage to the White Sox in left field. Because if because... you combine the value of Brantley and Jordan, then sure. I guess you would say advantage Astros, but one of them is going to be playing DH and one of them is going to be playing outfield. Um, and it's most likely going to be Brantley in the outfield because Jordan is a slug. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's that's oh, tough. But he's got pop. So it's going to be advantage DH there because DH by platoon um, for the White Sox is not so hot. Yeah, I mean, the the opportunity. I've I've been a fan of DH by platoon since you know, um, since Jim Tomey. Basically, you know, I I, I, there's what? Oh, since after Jim Tomey. Yeah, exactly. Much better. Great. I thought you meant that was happening during Tomey's era. Ever since, ever since is what I you know, and like I've been a fan of that approach is what I'm saying. Like, and I say it a lot. Like, there's not everybody's Nelson Cruz, not everybody's you know, Vlad Guerrero Jr., where they just like hop out of bed and hit. And I know Vlad is playing first right now, but you know, like it, it, it takes a lot. Most, most players prefer to be on the field as well. And there, you know, Jordan Alvarez is actually a good example of somebody who just rolls out of bed and hits. Yep. He just, he just hits yep. the ball. It's fucking dumb advantage Astros, but only, but I don't, dislike the idea of the DH being a perpetual throughout the playoffs, a, a revolving door for the white Sox. It's just a way to get, keep somebody's bat alive, you yeah. know? So I, I don't hate that. I don't for, hate it for our stat people. Jordan Alvarez has been platooning in left. I mean, he's played 144 games. I bet less than half of them have been in left. He's a negative 12.5 defensive war for the year, according to fan graphs. So just put a bat in his hands, I guess. It's very, very bad. It's very bad. If we see him in left field, everybody 
point your bats over there. Yep. That's but how he's hitting still, works, but, by the way. But he, but he still has a 3.7 war on the year. That's how so, valuable his bat is. So ridiculous. It's so, so much, ridiculous. so much pop. It's stupid. Bullpen. The only people we haven't talked about yet. The Sox relievers. And this is a perfect wrap up to, I think, talking about the matchups. This is the X factor for the Sox. Absolutely. If the Sox bullpen can play to their potential this series, we win this series. Full stop. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it at that because I think starting pitching is going to be able to do what they can. I think the offense is going to show out. I need the bullpen. I need Craig Kimbrell to be Hall of Fame material. Mm -hmm. I need Liam Hendricks to want to replicate that. I need Ryan Tapera to be what we have seen. What what he was on the north side. I need Michael Kopech to be nasty as ever and show his best stuff. I need Garrett Crochet. Yes. I need Garrett Crochet. Yes. To do his wonders. To show what he is truly capable of, like he mm-hmm. did on the big stage when he first came to the to the team. Mm-hmm. And has shown flashes of this year too. Flashes. He's been pretty consistent. Yeah. Since... He's been good. Yeah. I'll be honest. He has been good. So it's Aaron it's Bummer. not necessarily Aaron Bummer. Bummer. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. How can I forget? Man. That hurts. My guy Bummer. Right, very low. I and Why we might even need, we might we might even need him to Why show the up fuck for an inning, right? Why not, dude? They're be- all so good, dude. I literally, I'm I not need even mad. All of them to be consistently good, though. Jose Ruiz, series. let's go, put him in. Really, do not want to see Ruiz. I want to see as little Ruiz and Lopez no. possible, on, just because on. they scare the shit on me. Hold on. You you do want to see Ruiz, and I'll tell you why. If Ruiz is pitching, Sox are up by 10. Bingo. That's it. There we go. I don't want to see him in a situation where we're up by less than seven. <laughs> I was going to say five. <laughs> I was going to go with six, but then I went one up. Yeah. Well, that's that's always why going up. Be, that right there tells you how much I, I trust and, and I like Jose Ruiz. I'm willing oh, to put him in in a five run uh, <laughs> and, lead, I, and I trust him. <laughs> I'll be honest. Here's the kicker with Houston's bullpen. And they were criticized for this at the deadline. Didn't go out and get a lefty specialist. They didn't do it. They needed it in their bullpen. And instead they added more righty arms. A guy like Gavin Sheets, especially off the bench, is going to be huge. That's why if if there's a situation where you're deciding between starting Gavin Sheets or starting Brian Goodwin, start Goodwin, keep Sheets on the bench, like and, and yeah. have Sheets pinch it because that's yeah. that's Sheets mo. That's and that is what's gonna get us. That's what's yes, yes. I just yes, I agree. And I also want Brian Goodwin starting. You know. Really? That's hot. That's hot. It's your first. Uh, well, we'll I mean, see. We'll over... see what this playoff roster is, too. Yeah. I mean, Brian Goodwin was talking about getting his haircut in Houston uh, the other day. And Tim said he would do it for him, by the way, in the comments, which was really funny. Billy looks good. He got his hair. He got his hair done right. He looks good. 
but I uh, I'm curious to see what this 26 man is going to look like. Yeah, that's not officially out, is it? No. Um, it's I mean, it's been kind of a trip to 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 speculate. We've all we've all speculated for a while. Mm-hmm. So, it, I I want to come back to it. Nothing matters. The Sox are in the playoffs, and that can only be true for another twenty four hours. You know, once once we start the once the first pitch is thrown, that's not yeah. enough for me. For, sure. for me, that's enough right now that the Sox are in the playoffs. And I know that's blasphemy. As soon as that first pitch is thrown, it's not enough anymore. I need that's fair. I think it was enough for me that they made the playoffs when they clinched the division. And now it's like, okay, after that, after a couple of days, it was go time for me. Yeah. And, and, no. and going mm-hmm. back on, on my comment too, about uh, Brian Goodwin starting, like if it comes down to even if it's Andrew Vaughn or Gavin Sheets in the starting lineup, especially in this Houston series, I want to see Vaughn in the starting lineup. I don't want to see Gavin Sheets come off the bench just because mm-hmm. I think that lefty bat mm-hmm. is just going to become huge against Houston in particular. Yeah, I and I think you can give him a start if you want to give him a start to keep him like involved, fresh, whatever you want to call it. Give him that start in the CS, you know, game two or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Don't don't do that in this because of what we just said. You know they don't have a lefty specialist to go, to combat them. They just don't. So take that advantage, that wild card that you can throw at the team whenever at the Astros whenever. Anyway, I wanted to take a moment to just remind everyone that you know this came up for me as I was saying. You know maybe I'm blasphem. I'm a blasphemer for saying that the playoffs is enough, but I want you guys to all, you know, take a moment and think about how we should celebrate our wins in life. You know, like so much, and this is a tangential kind of a moment for me. So bear with me so much of this society and this world tells you to never stop. Like nothing you, if you're not winning, you're not, you're losing. If you're second place, you're the first loser. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. You know, there, there's so many like superlatives that are out here telling you to go and, and nothing matters but winning everything. Take time to celebrate the little wins. It's going to do you good in life. It's going to make you feel better about your human existence overall if you take time to celebrate each small victory and you'll be a better person for it. That is your Tommy life advice now let's go fin- win the fucking world series after we celebrate after we properly celebrate our al central division championship which i think we've all done so at this point i hope we have so tom hit me with the line so i can say and han we trust win the whole fucking thing so i can nut have a good one everybody <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it Ridiculous. Playoff time, baby.